This morning on the third hour of today, a Today exclusive. Savannah sitting down with the Virginia teacher shot by her six-year-old student. Growing up, I would write in journals, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? Teacher, I want to be a teacher. Speaking out for the first time with her family by her side. She wants to, you know, get back to do the things she loves to do. She is inspiring. You have a strong daughter. Yes, definitely. Abigail's Werner telling us how she's doing and her hopes for the future. Then later, it's She Made It, the entrepreneur who went from handing out fake business cards to finding real success. And Jamila Jamil, live in Studio 1A, talking about how she went from the good place to bad dates. And in Today Food, celebrity chef Kristen Kish spicing things up with a seafood dinner you can make tonight. Today, Tuesday, March 21st, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning and welcome to the third hour of today. I'm Chanel here with our whole team, Al, Craig, and Dylan. Normally we say our sister, our cousin to the show, but Savannah's more like a sister. She was <laughs> Thank a founding, you. actually a founding, a founding member. Oh my gosh, we, the nine o'clock is where we, that's where we first found you. Love. Here this morning because you have an exclusive this morning, a really uh, compelling story. Yeah, I mean, we sat down with Abigail Warner, and you probably remember hearing about this story. A, a, a first grade teacher who was shot by her own student. She's never opened up before. This is her chance. She wanted to use her voice to tell her her own story. Uh, it's an event she told me has left both scars physically and emotionally, something she's working through with incredible support from her family. Tell me why you got into teaching. You know, growing up, I would write in journals, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? Teacher, I want to be a teacher. Mm -hmm. And I think that inspiration came from my mom. She was a teacher. When I got to high school, I was a little unsure of what I wanted to do. But when I went to college, I volunteered at an after-school program that worked with um, children. And I was like, I really enjoy this. A passion for teaching Abby Zwerner shared not just with her mom, Julie, but her twin sister, Hannah. The 25-year-old now grateful to have them by her side after she was shot by her six-year-old student in January. Julie, for a mom, I can't begin to imagine. What was that day like for you? Shocking. Very surreal. I broke a lot of speed limit laws traveling to the hospital. I didn't know anything. Um, didn't know if she was alive or not. Um, had no idea that she was shot by one of her students. Once at the hospital, Julie waited anxiously for any update. Finally, two detectives met me at the door um, with hospital security, and the three of them walked me down this very long hallway in the hospital. And I realized we were headed to the sanctuary. I started to steal myself, like, okay, I know where this is going. And it still was just surreal, didn't feel real, like I was watching this outside of my body. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, those detectives immediately told me once we got <laughs> in there, they said, she's getting some CAT scans. Oh. <laughs> so, so like, okay. That was but the first was, word you had really heard of how right, she was. I had no idea. Right. And then that was followed by, and she was shot by one of her students. Mm -hmm. Like that was the very next thing I heard. The bullet passed through Abby's hand, hitting her chest where bullet fragments remain. Abby says it could have been fatal. When you finally got to see her in the hospital, how did she look to you? You don't know what to picture. She looked bad, really out of it. Um, 
really fragile. This is a story that so many people talked about. This is Abby's chance to tell her own story. What would you want people to know about Abby and about your family and how you're doing? She will never give herself enough credit. She's always downplaying everything. Um, she, I look up to her. She's an inspiration. What about you, Julie? I am just overcome with sadness when I think about it. Just, you know, this should never have happened. Um, it's tragic how much her life has changed. And just to see her having to go through what she's going through, she wants to get better. And she wants to, you know, get back to do the things she loves to do. She is inspiring. You have a strong daughter. Yes, definitely. <laughs> What has it meant to you to have your family just surround you with love and help? I feel like there's no words for it. My brother actually just was able, he was stationed in Washington State, and he was able to be stationed back closer to home mm -hmm. just for me. It's hard to come up with words to describe how amazing my family has been. We just care about you. <laughs> what an amazing family. She's got a brother, too, who moved uh, to be closer to her. Uh, we have a lot more of the interview with her, which we put online. It was on earlier. But if you're wondering about what's happening with the case, the prosecutor, mm -hmm. the local prosecutor said he will not criminally charge the boy. An attorney for the boy's family told NBC News at that time, we welcome the prosecutor's decision and continue to pray for Ms. Warner's complete recovery. They have previously said that this six-year-old boy has what they call called an acute disability and that he is now receiving the treatment he needs under a court ordered temporary detention at a medical facility. That was the latest information we had had of, as of a few weeks ago. So it's clear as far as Abby is concerned, she has physical and mental uh, recovery ahead of her, doesn't she? She does. I mean, first of all, she just had a surgery. I, I think it's her fourth surgery on her hand last Thursday. Um, you know, the bullet went through her heart. It's still there. It will always be there. I think they, the doctors determined to remove it would be more dangerous. So she will always have a piece of that bullet in her heart. Mm. But she will also always carry that image in her heart. She talked about it at length, that she will never forget the look on the boy's face. She'll never forget those moments. Mm. It was a horrific scene. It's a, a classroom full of first graders. I mean, yes. we have first graders. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you just can't really even fathom See, it. Yeah. But the police chief said that she was heroic in that moment. Mm. And she, her first thought was of the students. So she and was able to get them out. Yeah. She, she was, was able wanted? to get them out. Yeah. And then mm. she walked wow. to the, the administration office and essentially passed out. Did mm. she tell you about the other kids in the classroom, what their reaction was like? She and did. What she did. She talked to She said they were screaming and they were scared and they were crying. Forever this is their beloved yeah. teacher. Forever I mean, it's, she will never, they've seen. never forget it. Um, it's, it's awful. Shouldn't have happened. Teachers are a special breed. They have such a passion for the classroom. Does, yeah. does she plan to go back you to know, teaching? Mm -hmm. I asked her that. I don't think she's ready to say one way or the other. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's really, I mean, this just happened three months ago. Yeah. You know, yeah. she's in a one day at a time. She said some days are hard to get out of bed. Yeah. I mean, it's not just yeah. the, the, the physical injuries, but the trauma, the mm -hmm. depression, anxiety, the sadness you feel when something like that happens to you. So she loves kids. That's I mean, her eyes lit up when I asked her about why you love being a teacher and she wanted to give a message to her kids and say she loves them and she misses them. So, I mean, that's in her heart. She's going to do great things. She is going to do great things, but this is a moment of recovery and healing and happily she is surrounded by a wonderful family unit, extended family, you know, who's just, they're just holding her closely. That was a terrific interview. Thanks so much.
remarkable spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another big story we're watching this morning, the weather out west. These guys can't catch a break. It has been insane out there. I mean, just the, the snowpack in this year. It's the, the uh, second highest snowpack. And as you can see, we've got winter weather alerts for, thir- for 3 million people, flood alerts for the southwest and southern California. And you can see this, this atmospheric river just bringing and mm-hmm. uh, enhancing this low pressure system is going to bring upwards of five to seven inches of rain in southern California. Rainfall rates maybe up to an inch. Another three, one to four feet of snow in the Sierra above 6,000 feet. So uh, they are, and that system is going to be making its way to the east by uh, Thursday, Friday. It's going to bring severe weather down to the south and the southeast. I'm assuming that the drought that we've been talking about out west is over. It's it's not quite over, but it is significantly, significantly reduced. For example, they in, in the last four months, uh, more than 30 percent of the state of California was under extreme drought. That's gone. The moderate mm. drought uh, almost gone. It's like hard to to wrap my mind yeah. around it because we wanted them to get some rain, yeah. but then it just went but all the lakes way. lakes are reappearing that haven't yeah. been there for, right. for years. Yeah. Lakes? Lakes. Yeah. Wow. Yes. It's changing the topography. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Okay. Well, now to a Ted Lasso surprise. You know we love Ted Lasso around here. Well, yesterday, Jason Sudeikis and the cast stopped by the White House, and he stepped into his famous character to answer some questions when a familiar face showed up. Uh, yes, sir. A familiar face. Hi. Trent Crim. <laughs> Fake journalist. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, uh, Trent. Nice to see you. How do you feel about Kansas City being one of the named hosting cities for the uh, 2026 World Cup? Ooh, here I was, hoping for a softball. Okay, um, you know what? I'm very excited. Truth, truth be told. Yeah, Kansas City is going to be one of these teams. Uh, I mean, I love this town. What I am genuinely worried about is once we get all these folks from all over the world to come to Kansas City and see our city, eat our food, meet our people, you're going to have you know, a lot of folks that won't want to move away. <laughs> nice. So if you watch the show, you know that that's reporter Trent Krim. Yes, the independent. independent. Yes, um, known for his tough questions. The cast was actually there to raise awareness about the importance of mental health. Kudos to them for yeah. using that so platform fun. to talk you know, about something they positive. Also, they also seem to really enjoy each other. I think they, they do. do. They yeah. were here with us last week. Like, you get the vibe. It's that, fun to yeah. watch them yeah. together. Yeah. I think they're, in, they're enjoying the ride. It's fun to do that yeah. show. That was, good. Yeah. that was good. All right. Coming up next, you've heard of Fake It Till You Make It. That's been my well, plan. Well, this is you're <laughs> <laughs> fake it till I think you made it though actually. I don't know. Uh, fake it till she made it. The entrepreneur who went from sneaking into trade shows to building her own very successful underwear brand. You'll hear her story. And then later, look who's here in her hey, yellow. Hey. Jamil is live from <laughs> studio to dish on some bad dates. And she has a big announcement this oh. morning. Ooh, we'll be right back. This morning was She Made It and an entrepreneur who gave up a successful career to make a better pair of underwear. Senior lifestyle and commerce contributor Jill Martin Brooks is here with her story. We all need it. We all wear it. Oh, good morning. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, go- I'm going to leave the puns. I'm going to ask that we leave the puns yes. till the end. <laughs> Just for safety. To the end? On yeah. this one. <laughs> you I, I, I didn't say it. She it was did. like fun guy earlier. Anyway, we're all going commando good. because I sat down with the founder of the brand commando al and learned how she shaped the business into so much more take a look i'm a big believer that if you are feeling your clothes or your clothes are distracting you in any way you are wearing the wrong clothes terry o'brien wants everyone to go commando 
When you say going commando, it really means wearing nothing. So almost like you're feeling like you're wearing nothing when you are. The whole idea is finding these amazing fabrics that make you look and feel great and that you forget you're even wearing them. Originally from Vermont, Carrie began her career in New York City, working in media and financial public relations for nearly a decade. I was really dedicated to my career and I loved what I was doing, but I quit my job the day after September 11th and decided it was time for me to start my new chapter. Fittingly, Carrie's new chapter began with a book. I decided to write a book called Hit the Road Jack, A Grown Girl's Guide to Breaking Up. I didn't get it published, I didn't even get an agent, but I got a lot of fantastic rejection letters. In these letters, they said, write about what you know. So I'm like, I like to style my friends. So I began to write a book called Rack Management 101, what every woman needs to know about bras, chickens, and duct tape. And so as I was writing this book and giving all this advice on all the tricks to wear underneath all these outfits, I decided, huh, I'm not one to sit back and observe things. So I made fake business cards and I snuck into an intimate apparel trade show. Carrie says she noticed that underwear options for women were either sexy, controlled shapewear, or granny panties and saw an opportunity to fill the white space in women's top drawers. How did you make a prototype? Where do you even start? There wasn't that much technology in intimate apparel. All the technology was for sports, like for working out, and they weren't thinking comfort and underwear. Carrie found a manufacturer in her home state of Vermont to create seamless intimates using microfibers designed for athletic wear. And with the initial production run of less than 1,000 units, Commando was born. All the stores that I had sold to called and said that they wanted to reorder. What was your pitch at Bergdorf Goodman like? Bergdorf Goodman is, as you know, an incredibly impressive store. And they heard about Commando. The assistant brings me into the room and says, you have a half an hour to set up. So I was like, okay. So I grab my purse, I take out a Ziploc bag, and I lay down four panties. I'm like, ready? I mean, that was my only line. And that was it. That was it. It was four panties. She walked in and she loved the product. Carrie continued to question the status quo and innovate, patenting both a weighted slip to prevent it from riding up throughout the day and hosiery with a dig-free waistband. I wear test everything at Commando. We try it on real bodies and real sizes, but if I don't like it, it's not Commando. So I've been known to do jumping jacks in the, in the dressing room. I've done a few downward dogs, because remember, <laughs> our Commando customer is very active and she wants her clothing to work as hard as she does. Today, Commando has done millions in sales, expanded into ready-to-wear, and has been a major presence underneath some of the biggest fashion show looks of the past 15 years. I like how you define your life and chapters. If you had advice, for other entrepreneurs who are in something that they're not in love with, what would your advice be? You need to embrace the chapters in your life. And just because you're successful in one thing doesn't mean you're not going to be successful in your next chapter. And you don't have to take that leap into your next chapter. You can just gracefully walk across to that. But it's been a fun ride. Mm. Just an incredible story. And I should mention that Carrie had zero design but she was, they're so immature, but she was still <laughs> inducted into the Council of Fashion Designers of America oh, in wow. 2012. 
just amazing. And I want to say, I know we're talking undergarments, but for women out there who wear, you're wearing ivory like pants, white pants, we wear slacks, you don't want to see and those panty lines. Yeah. The commando means that you don't see it, and they're laying flat, and oh. I'm wearing them right now. Listen, you don't see a thing. thing. So are Craig and I. When, <laughs> you I told the producers, we don't have to be a part of every segment. No, we don't. We, what, Listen, what are takeouts? For every segment. But as, as no, an no, 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 no. What are the takeouts? Let's not ask about the takeouts. Oh, no. So the takeouts are great. They're one of her... Um, they're one of her. They're in a little takeout box. They're, they're in a little takeout box. <laughs> it and, adorable. Um, they, you hand wash them and you use them if you're looking to fill out an outfit or if you're looking to. Um, what do you mean fill yeah. out an outfit? Well, like if you're wearing a cami or an undergarment and you want when you need, need a little extra accentuation or would like oh, them. I just then, wear a man's ear. <laughs> Here's the thing. But just ahead. Just ahead. As an entrepreneur, though, she made this just happen. Ahead. No, she made this happen, and she women did. are living by it. Oh, yes, yeah. they and, are. And just ahead from the good place to bad dates. Jamila Jamil is live talking about how she got her celebrity friends to share their dating disasters. <laughs> and we're going to spring into style with some bold colors. You wore that and thing. I was just about to say. That's right. All this coming up in the new season, including the shirt every guy will be rocking this year. Ooh. Third hour of today, set your watch back in 60 seconds. Oh, quick break, quick break. Woo. I apologize. This morning, we are catching 60 seconds goes by so quickly. It does. This morning, we are catching up with one of our faves. In 2016, Jamila Jamil burst into the scene starring as Tahani in NBC's comedy series, The Good Place. And then last year, she took on the role of Gisela in the Peacock Pitch, perfect series, Bumper in Berlin. And, and then... Sorry. That was she me. lent her voice as Wonder Woman in the animated film DC League of Super Pets. My kids Pets. love that. That was a great oh, movie. Thank you. But Jamila's latest project is a new podcast called Bad Dates, where she and others host celebrities recounting some of their worst nights ever. That's cute. Going out. Jamila, first of all, before... Hi, it's so good to see you. Describe what you said your outfit was. Oh, no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. no, no. Move on. Move on. Right. Real fast. No, I, yeah. it, it was, I thought it was pretty good. Anyway, so, you had some famous friends try to decide. You know what? Bad dates. It's a good uh, premise. It's, it's a rough Thanks. time, but maybe others can benefit from hearing what happened. Yeah, look, it's there's just something, there's a real democracy to bad dates. It's mm. universal. It doesn't matter how hot or smart or cool or funny or mm -hmm. famous or rich you are, you are never exempt from a terrible date. You know, because we're vulnerable. We're on the road to love or shagging or both. <laughs> and, and, and all kinds of things can happen. Don't act like you don't know what that is. Uh, no, I, I, <laughs> I thought it was a rug. Here's the thing. Seriously, I can't think of... Any time in the last five, six years that I've gone on, I've gone out with girlfriends, and we didn't talk about dating. Uh, well, I was thinking, like wait married. a minute, oh, so you're also, breaking some news. No, but you guys live in the sexy city, I mean, so but I can imagine what you've So here's my thing: after recording this podcast, then what would you say is your one piece of advice, if any? If, is there a way to avoid a bad date? Is it a rite of passage? Because everybody has a story. Uh, I'm trying to go through things that wouldn't get me arrested. Ah, that's <laughs> funny. Or but I would say, I would say um, therapy is always a good idea from mm. what I've learned mm -hmm. from these amazing... Because, I mean, I have some of the biggest comedians on the world wow. on this podcast, like Conan O'Brien. Uh, we had Nikki Glaser and Sean Hayes and like, all these fantastic, brilliant comedians who've come on and they have shared... They have really bared their souls, like some of their most intimate or embarrassing oh. or hilarious moments Have you bared your on this soul? podcast. I have. 
What was your worst <laughs> date? What was? Oh God, how do I tell this again legally? Um, I would Ooh. say, uh, I would say, okay, I had a man um, take several steps into my apartment. It was supposed to be my first ever booty call. He uh, <laughs> collapsed three steps in. He broke all of his front teeth. They Whoa. flew across my apartment. Uh, oh he split my. his chin open <gasps> oh and my collapsed. God. And it's because he had misused a drug that excites <gasps> a man's sausage. Oh my. It's the only way I could say that. <laughs> So, you know what that drug is, but I can't talk. So, so, you know what? That I gotta be honest with you. I know I, you'll I, never have me back. I have heard some bad date stories. That's the worst. That's the worst. That's the worst. You know I've what you heard. think it is, but it isn't. That's the worst. I cannot oh tell you what I've heard on this podcast. I stay awake for hours in the middle of the night rethinking things. <laughs> oh, wow. It is not safe to oh. watch, to listen to with your children, but it is an amazing listen. And I'm oh so But would you say that if you have the bad date, it makes you appreciate the good date? Hundred percent, yeah. And also, some of these bad dates have led to twenty-five year marriages. How so, long was the man out? Like, huh? Would you stop asking questions about it? It was a while. Three questions. Let's, get, let's get to your. What's, what's your announcement? Go. You've, got, you've got a big Move announcement. On. Move on. Your producer's literally like. What's, yeah, what's like your big announcement, Jamil? You have a oh, big announcement. Okay, so I am. I'm not waging war on the exercise industry, but I'm creating like a punk alternative. Wait, the the weight loss industry and the diet industry have become far too interlinked, and we look at exercise is something where we kind of disingenuously say it's for my mental health yeah. but for a lot of the time it's about weight loss right. Right. or it's about fitness yep. and it's mm-hmm. it's become this very elitist culture yep. they leave out people of color they leave out people with disabilities they leave out pregnant people they leave out people who are living bigger bodies mm-hmm. every time we see someone in a bigger body wearing exercise clothes there's outrage global outrage and so i'm done with the word exclusive i think it's a bad word it okay. means leaving people out and i'm done with no pain no gain Mental health is the biggest benefit of exercise. And it's not, you don't have to wait six months for it to show. It's immediate. Mm-hmm. You have endorphins and just dopamine and all kinds of happy chemicals, stress relief. You sleep it's better. True. You feel better. You yeah. feel more in control in control of your life. And I say this because I had an eating disorder for 20 years. And mm. so I looked at exercise as something I used to do just to punish myself right. for eating. And when I did Marvel, because they wanted me to gain weight, they made me exercise every single day. And I used my body in this new way that wasn't about becoming thinner and starving mm-hmm. myself. And it changed my mental health. And I didn't need medication so much anymore. Mm-hmm. And my sleep changed. My life changed. I became a better and happier person. And I was like, God, I wish someone had explained this to me, had really mm-hmm. explained to me the immediate impact on exercising for joy, for joyous yeah. movement. It doesn't have to hurt. It doesn't have to be suffering. And so mm. we're starting a movement with Iway, which is my company for mental health. Okay. And we have an event on May 7th in Los Angeles where we will be teaching uh, and introducing to a lot of people joyous movement that isn't joyous about weight loss. Movement. Yeah. Oh, I, love that. I hope it's baggy clothes, movement. snacks while you're eating. Oh, yeah. Not so much that you throw up down yourself, but yeah. just like just removing all the negative connotations people have with mm-hmm. exercise because we're denying like truly billions of people of their of their right to move their bodies move. Yeah. because we've made them feel like you have to already have a six pack when you turn yeah. up at the gym. That's yeah. true. And it's just, you know, so bullshit. Like that joyous movement. I like yeah. that. Such a true yeah. great. What move for your mind. Yes. Yeah. Move for your thank mind. You so much. Excellent. Thanks. Jamila, thank you so much. Thank you. And Jamila's <laughs> podcast, Bad Dates, is out now on Amazon Music and Wondery Plus. And mm. it is on out March 27th everywhere you it's get your podcast. filthy. Oh, <laughs> there you have it. This is just a team. But we love it. Thank you so much. All right, coming up next, it's a spring style file. New trends from head to toe, including fashionable footwear for kids and adults. Then later in Today Food, a crispy, spicy meal that you can make for your family tonight. Mm. We'll be right back. All right, so who's great? Huh? My manager's.
Winter is officially over, so it is time to spring into style. And this morning, we are breaking down some of the season's hot fashion trends. Fashion journalist and host of the Friend of a Friend podcast, Olivia Perez, joins us now. Welcome. This is your first time yes. on. Good morning. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. We're glad and to have not you. only are you walking us through some of these fashion trends, I understand you're actually wearing one yourself. I am. I'm wearing the maxi skirt. I was at New York Fashion Week this season, and maxi skirts were all over the runways from shows like Tory Burch and mm-hmm. Michael Kors. Mm-hmm. What I love most about the maxi suit is you can pair it with a button down or a blazer, and mm-hmm. it feels like a really feminine and fun alternative to a suit. Yeah. It does. And I love to say, like, have fun Here, wait, with stand it. up so they can see what you're talking about. It's super yeah. comfortable. Comfortable too. Oh, wow. So comfortable and very just, especially for spring, very airy and nice. Mm-hmm. And have love, fun with love, it. Love, love, love. Do the color. Yeah, you can I love it. Put so a fun. lot of pattern into it. Totally. So the second trend, I think I just luckily I was on trend yesterday. I had on a red You're suit. Always on trend. I mean, you know, I had a red suit on <laughs> yesterday, and it turns out that's your one of your trends this year. Yes, and you looked amazing. Thank you. Absolutely Thank you. killed it. It was beautiful. So our next model, come on down. I love this runway. Oh, this by is the way. yesterday. That was yeah. me yesterday, and then now look. Yes. This is a trend. I oh, love red. It feels like a really bold, fun mm-hmm. color for spring and a really easy way to incorporate color into your wardrobe. A lot of people feel intimidated wearing red, but I say pair it with black, white, neutrals, and you'll look so amazing. Yesterday was my first day ever wearing a, a matching suit on the show. Really? Like, like nine you years. looked amazing. And because I think the matchy-matchy feels intimidating. Well, it does. It's a, it's, a, it's a hard color to wear, but I think if you wear it with what we were saying, those neutrals, and you looked mm-hmm. amazing yesterday with the neutral top, Thank it's you. a great way that to wear it. really nice. I love yeah, it. It's fun for spring. Beautiful. Chloe, so, is that your name? Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Coming up next, IG has this trend. I've been thinking about the knit polo. Ooh. Adding that to yes, the wardrobe. I like the knit and polo. I like that it's back. You're a very snazzy dresser, so I'm sure you're going to love this. But the knit polo has been seen all over red carpets. It's become the go-to for A-listers. It's a great alternative to just wearing a men's shirt yes. or a T-shirt. I it's love super it. easy and breezy for spring. And I think if you wear it with a suit, and especially mm-hmm. with a loafer, you can go from a day of meetings in the office to date night and look really good the whole I way. I say yes. Yeah. yeah. It's a, say yes. It's a dressy, look great. It's a dressy yeah. way, way to yeah. wear short sleeves, too. Yeah, definitely. And a lot of the guests yeah. that we've had on the show, they've had shirts like this. You know, they That's have great. stylists and yep. everything yep. else. Thank and, you. And they all have Thank arms you. like Thank that, you. too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now we want to bring out Gara and Phoebe. Aww. You know, I feel like during the pandemic, we all got real comfortable in sneakers, and it was hard to put heels Definitely. on again. This is a nice alternative. I love Fashion Week this week because it was so much about comfort and function wear, and the ballet flat is perfect for that. Mm-hmm. Chanel, I can totally see you and your daughter. Oh, I have you so know, many of them, and I'm glad they're back. For a mother-daughter day, they're really so easy cute. to wear, and what I say with ballet flats, lean into your most beloved favorite things in your closet, as you can see, and Phoebe are wearing their favorite pair of jeans, their mm-hmm. favorite button-down, a t-shirt, a spring dress. Yeah. It really does go with anything, and it's it just good terrific. for every day. I love that. And it's comfy. You don't have to worry about, you know, the heels. Definitely, which we love. Love that. Thank you guys so Thank much. Thank you. I love that. All right, next up, what's our next trend? Accessories. Chunky accessories. Chunky accessories specifically, Chunky. which oh. in my mind have become fashion's best-kept secret Ooh. for turning a really simple outfit into mm-hmm. something so street style approved and so fun. You can turn this easy Zara $69 shift dress Mm -hmm. into something that is really fun. I love pairing it with a belt. You give it a whole new shape and a whole new silhouette. Especially with a matching earring, she looks I so beautiful. That. I would Did you never do the belt that way. Is that what you were gonna say? Dylan? No, I would never think of pairing a chunky belt with like a, a satiny kind of dress. It's yeah, beautiful. It adds a whole, it gives it a whole new life. We That's love great. it. I love it. Thank you. Thank That's you guys good. for having me. Wonderful. Yep. We'll bring everybody so out. By the way, new episodes of her podcast, Friend of a Friend. Those episodes you guys drop. Come on out. Come on out on Monday. Everybody, yeah, come on out.
You guys did a great Give job. Give us a little runway Thank show. Thank you. You so guys much. are beautiful. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, it looked good. Okay, coming up next, celebrity chef Kristen Kish is showing us how to whip up a seafood dish with a spicy twist. We'll be right back. We're already having a great time I know. With, with Kristen Kish. She's an author, TV host, and one of the coveted winners of Top Chef, a featured celebrity chef at the Ritz-Carlton's Grand Cayman, Cayman Cookout. All right. That's right. Well, she's also the star of Restaurants at the End of the World, a new culinary docuseries premiering on National Geographic tonight. tonight. And this morning, she is showing us how to make, listen to this, kimchi fried Ooh. shrimp and mm. spicy mayo. It is that's right. So They've been eating Just it so you already. Know. So already, Chanel, you've been talking I'm about I'm a huge kimchi fan. Yes. A lot of people, they're intimidated by it. They see it and they just haven't tried it. It's like a spicy right. shell. Why would you right. encourage exactly. it? What would you say? I mean, not only is it really great for your gut and probiotics, mm-hmm. but it's also really delicious. I feel like it's one of those ingredients so that good. is a one-stop shop. Yes. It's got garlic, onions, scallions. Mm. It's so got good. a lot of flavor already involved. I'm here mm-hmm. for so it. for this kimchi fried shrimp, which I love, I love anything fried shrimp. Okay. Yes. Fried in general, let's say. So we're going to take this chopped kimchi and I will recommend a very sharp knife because not every knife in my house mm-hmm. is um, sharp. And would cut. They, they, they like say cut the most throat. dangerous knife is a dull knife. Exactly. And mm-hmm. kimchi, when you're doing it, it will splash okay. all over you. Okay, so, so be careful knife. with that. Done. So you right, have so the chopped that. kimchi. Uh-huh. And we have some scallions here in our bowl. Okay. Um, a little bit of scallions. And then, Al, if you want to kind of start sure. dumping some of these So what do we in. have? We have all-purpose flour. Mm-hmm. Oh. Cornstarch, okay. uh, gochugaru, oh, black that pepper. That's a Korean chili pepper. Where if you, you, get you can find it at any Asian market. A okay. lot of Whole Foods actually yeah. carry them now. Okay. Uh, if you can't find them, just red chili flakes. Okay. Works just okay. fine. So you have all these things garlic here. powder? Mm-hmm. Yep, garlic powder, onion powder. Is now this, you can add seltzer? soda water. Okay. Oh. So soda water helps that fry and that crispness. Oh. Uh, if you don't have soda water, though... Um, vodka is a great, great alternative because right. it evaporates quickly. It's a, it's a That's pretty bad if you don't have seltzer, purpose. but you have vodka. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the final texture you're really looking for is like a loose pancake batter. Oh, Think okay. like the morning pancakes sure. that you have at your house. Mm-hmm. And then these great shrimp, um, Chanel, would you yes, like to, that I could would you do. like to do a little dip? So you just kind of... Oh, so we're going to oh. go into the cornstarch oh, so, first. So it's a dredge. Yep. Oh, so what go. you're okay. doing is trying to remove that moisture so oh, a wet batter sticks to it. Kind of just... Yep, exactly. Okay. And a little shake. Okay. Oh, this is yummy. A little dip. I can dip. mess something up. I'm mm-hmm. All this the way in. so delicious. Yeah. I'm being too uh, nice there to you. Go. And so I'll carry And we're going to fry this. How hot should you sorry. That's okay. That's all right. 400. Uh-huh. So when you go to fry... Good job, Chanel. Fantastic. I don't fry things very often. So when you go to... I also forgot to dredge it, but you know what? That's okay. So we're going to put this in, and the best way to do it is to let it dangle before you let it hit. What what does that do? It doesn't stick to the bottom of the pan. And it doesn't splatter when you drop it. So you kind of put that in there. The closer you are to the oil, actually, the more safe it is. See, even the way you're handling you can tell she likes it. Just hanging around. (laughs) You've got this great dipping sauce. Exactly. So Kewpie mayo, highly recommended. I love Kewpie mayo. It's got vinegar. It's got... You make it? No, you buy it. It's a Japanese mayo. Exactly. It's fantastic. Has. Already has so much flavor. Okay. So we have a Kewpie I'm mayo. Try it. Mm-hmm. And we have a little chili oh, crunch. Off is, like Kewpie mayo is exactly. a yeah. thing. It's in a, it's in a squeeze bottle. It's fantastic. Every oh. chef has a, a chili crunch these it. days. Um, so you can mm-hmm. find your favorite one. A little rice vinegar. Uh-huh. Oh, my Sesame gosh. oil. You mix that all together. Mm. Right. And then a little lemon on the side because every mm. fried food needs that hair yeah. of like fresh, mm-hmm. fresh lemon juice. So oh, that is that good. in. 
and it's uh, it's delicious. If you can't find the shrimp, you oh, can certainly use vegetables. I know, right? Oh. Right? I mean, if that's... you want to keep it vegetarian, there's vegan kimchi. You can batter broccoli or even little no. potatoes. Ooh. Potatoes. Mm. Um, it's this really, is really, really fantastic. Unbelievable. She's gonna... <laughs> delicious. You know what this is? It's it's one of those things where oh. I think, and Dylan, you've talked about this before. When you guys come on the show, you give us new new flavors and new yeah. palettes and things. To I've try never cooked with, with these things, th- these types, of and it's and it's easy to do. Exactly. And yeah. with leftover batter, if you have so much shrimp or you you know you didn't have enough and you have leftover batter. Yeah. Drop that into your oil because then you'll have this little kimchi pancake. So Ooh. nothing goes to waste, oh, right? Really that also idea. is delicious with just a little Kristen, spicy Kristen, thank you so much. You're this very welcome. Win. Congratulations on the show, by the way. <laughs> thank you. For That's these good. recipes, head to today.com slash food. And speaking of the show, you can catch Kristen's show, Restaurants at the End of the World, premiering tonight on National Geographic. Third hour today will be right bad. <laughs> Tomorrow, we're kind of keeping the Broadway theme because we're talking Schmigadoon with stars Keegan-Michael Key and Cecily Strong. Coming up on Hoda and Jenna, a special hour to help you make space for health, wellness, and moments of zen. Ah, we'll see you back here tomorrow. Have, Have a, a good, good show day. today. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.